Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. Guys, this is Gary. Josh is busy with his uh, soccer training and some homework for school. So uh, he has me going solo on this week's episode. Um, so hopefully I'll, I'll do him proud. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, doing proud, he had an amazing goal over the weekend for his team against a team that's, uh, that's his team's rivals. Um, and this is the first time <clears throat> all season long, all year long, that, um, that we've beaten them. And Josh contributed to that victory. So it was very cool. Uh, proud of his team, and he's proud of himself. So um, it's a nice way to start off the week or, I guess, wrap up um, the weekend. And hopefully y'all are doing well too. Uh, hopefully you you're doing well and you've enjoyed the football that we've had over the past few days because there's been a lot of goals and a lot of uh, last minute wins or draws and all kinds of fun stuff. So before we look forward to game week 30, um, let's look back at game week 29. So I am recording this just after the Crystal Palace-Manchester United game, uh, which was a great game. And, uh, well, I guess if you're a Manchester United fan, but um, just a fan of football altogether, um, it was exciting. It was an exciting game to watch. <clears throat> um, so the bonus points have not been updated yet. So this will be a little bit off in some areas, definitely not in all, um, but it's still going to be pretty accurate. So first, let's take a look at our team. Last week, for us, uh, fantasy-wise, was was pretty great. Uh, we finished with quite a few points. Um, our game week rank was high. We were well above the average. And now to this week. A little different story. Um, as of right now, the average points is... 37, and I'm refreshing just to see. Nope, still not updated yet. Average is 37, high is 111, and we have 44. So still above average, but man, not where we wanted to be. Um, and was hoping for big things from De Gea, who was our last player to play for this week, um, but um, given up a couple of goals. I think he ended up with one point, so not great. But here's how we... Here's sort of how uh, the team looks. De Gea in goal with one point. Ben Davies with six. Harry Maguire with only two. Was expecting that Leicester City defense and Schmeichel to uh, <clears throat> to keep a clean sheet. As the same with Burnley. Uh, ben Mee with two points. Five midfielders. Salah with eight. Shakiri with only three. But that's okay. He's uh, He's had a few great game weeks in the past. So he's due... For a little bit of a dip. Uh, De Bruyne, however, I wasn't expecting a dip. Um, and he only got three points. Big win for Manchester City. Um, and a bad loss for Chelsea. Uh, Arnautovic, was expecting a lot from him. Only got one point. Emery Chan, only three points. Firmino with five. And then our captain Kane with uh, with ten. On the bench, Jordan Ayew with seven. And... 
we've got uh, Shane Duffy with six. So left some points sitting on the bench, unfortunately. But um, you live and learn, and we will move forward into game week 30. All right. So let's look at the dream team for game week 29. And again, we may have uh, some players from the the Man U Crystal Palace match coming in. But as of right now, the way it stands is uh, Jack Butlin in goal with 11 points, Vanderhorn of Swansea with 10, Alexander Arnold with 9, and Dunk with 8. Brighton's been playing pretty well lately. Uh, Son with 16 points, and he is the top FPL points getter this week so far. Uh, Ki Sung Ying with 13 points. Bernardo Silva, who's had a couple of great game weeks in a row, with 11. Mares is back in the in the mix. Uh, Leicester City, an amazing free kick that he had. He got 10 points for his team, uh, for his playing, I should say. Andre Ayew with 9 points. So we've got three Swansea players on there right now, which is great. Uh, Troy Deeney with nine points and Sanctosin. I believe it was his first goal for, or at least first league goal for um, for Everton, and he's on there with nine points. So I thought we'd do this, and, and we post each week uh, the top transfers in and the top transfers out for the upcoming game week. Those are not available yet uh, because we're not – far enough removed yet from game week 29. So I thought, though, it would still be interesting to look at at overall, up to this point throughout the entire season, transfers in and transfers out. And I'll, I'll briefly go down the list here. Um, the number one transferred in player, and this isn't a huge surprise, is Harry Kane. In second is Aguero. Third is Morata, which I find interesting. Um, I think earlier in the season uh, is where he got most of those transfers in. Firmino is on there. Mo Salah, Sterling, Vardy, Otamendi, Davy, Sané, David Silva. So a lot of Man City players on that list. Now, conversely, looking at transfers out, and this is the interesting part. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, of overlap here. So Morata also the most transferred out player, so um, which makes sense. Um, with Giroud coming to the team, although neither he nor Morata started for Chelsea against Man City this weekend, which I find a bit peculiar. Um, <clears throat> but also on that list then, we've got Kane, Lukaku, Aguero. These are all in order of most transfers out. Pogba, Firmino, David Silva, Sterling, Jesus, Rooney. So interesting to see that there is a lot of overlap between transfers in and transfers out, which makes sense. Um, those are the most in-demand players in many cases. So um, as game weeks come and go and there's injuries or suspensions uh, or matchups, those players are going to be rotated around. Let's take a look now, shifting gears into game week 30. Um, let's take a look at the fixtures. On Saturday, we have quite a few matches. We've got seven matches going on. First up, probably the matchup of the weekend as of right now, Manchester United hosting Liverpool. That's going to be a big one. Everton and Brighton fight it out. Huddersfield and Swansea. Newcastle and Southampton. 
West Brom take on Leicester City, West Ham take on Burnley, and Chelsea host Crystal Palace. Those are your Saturday matches. On Sunday, we have two. Arsenal and Watford, Bournemouth and Spurs, and then on Monday, March 12th, Stoke City and Man City. And I want to say something quickly about that Man City game. They've had quite a few very difficult matchups over the past few weeks. Um, This is a place where a lot of teams will take a bit of a a dip um, after, after being worn out you know, and fatigued physically and mentally and emotionally um, because of those difficult games and the expectations that go along with them. So they need to be careful of this Stoke City team. They're playing at home. They can definitely score some goals. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just saying, uh, if for some reason Man City do not play as well as people would expect them to, now, of course, I'm a City supporter and I want nothing but the best for them, and I'd love to see them get yet another win. But if for some reason they falter and fall a little short of that, you heard it here first. All right, let's take a look at each matchup individually, and we're going to talk about uh, players to think about getting um, or starting on your, and even captaining on your Game Week 30 fantasy team. First up, Man U and Liverpool. Boy, man, that is <clears throat> that's a difficult one to break down. Man, you definitely gave up some goals today to Crystal Palace. Um, that defense wasn't nearly as rock solid as it has been, um, and De Gea gave up. He he did have one really really nice save. Um, <clears throat> so I'm a little bit skeptical of how they're going to do defensively against this Liverpool team who can score goals from a lot of different players. Um, so I don't know that I would go out and grab any Manchester United um, defenders. And even if you don't already have him, I wouldn't go out and get De Gea just yet. Even though they're playing at home, this Liverpool team can light it up. And that makes me a little wary of saying go with um, any of the back four <clears throat> for Manchester United. Um, that said, if you have De Gea on your team... I wouldn't necessarily get rid of him either, but you might want to look at who you have as your second goalkeeper um, as an option. Uh, On the attacking side for Manchester United, though, Lukaku stepped up, and he's been playing quite well. He had a goal today um, against Crystal Palace. Of course, Alexis is always there. I know that he had um, an assist on the day. He still hasn't quite found his rhythm yet with Manchester United. Um, so he's expensive. Don't know that I would go out and get him, especially for this match. Uh, but if you have Lukaku, he's not a bad choice. <clears throat> Excuse me, at all. Uh, on the other side of the pitch with Liverpool, same thing. I know Alexander Arnold and that, um, and Robertson and a few guys on that defense for Liverpool have been doing pretty well. Don't know that I'd go out and grab them for this game, though. Doesn't mean you got to lose them if you don't want to, but I wouldn't go out and actively <clears throat> seek them. Now, in midfield, there's all kinds of damage that can be done uh, there. You, of course, you have Mo Salah, Emery Chan, who's super cheap and can definitely score some goals. <clears throat> Mane, and when he scores, he tends to score in multiples. Um, 
and then up top you've got Firmino, and he's dangerous. So we have Firmino on our team. We've got Salah, of course, and Chan on our team, and I don't know that we'll we'll get rid of any of them <clears throat> for this upcoming game week. And of course, we will post not only the scout selections and his ones to watch, which we always do, but we'll also post um, our team once we sort of get that solidified. <clears throat> now, next up, Everton and Brighton. Everton had a lot of promise on defense, especially with Pickford between the sticks, but they just haven't been getting it done, and they've got a surging Brighton team coming in. <clears throat> so, for Brighton, I say Pascal Gross, um, who is, uh, he can be a dominant player, um, and he's been performing quite well lately, as has his teammate Glenn Murray. Uh, defensively, you've got Dunk and Duffy, and I think they're worth um, maybe grabbing or definitely starting. And then, of course, you got Matty Ryan between the sticks. All of these guys are fairly inexpensive options. So if you're looking for quality um, on the cheap, definitely think about them. For, for Everton, I suppose Tosin isn't a bad option, although I, I just think that Brighton defense, is they get better and better. Um, as the season's gone on. Huddersfield and Swansea. This is an interesting one. Um, I think I'm going to favor some of the Swansea players here. Their defense has been doing quite well. So um, Naughton is one of those standout players. Um, the IU brothers, both of them, can potentially do some damage. And they are... Um, very inexpensive, <clears throat> so look to them as well. Um, from the Huddersfield standpoint, that's a tough one. Um, let's see who we might want to go with from that team. You know something? I am going to suggest staying away from Huddersfield's players uh, for game week 30. Next up, Newcastle and Southampton. Again, another interesting matchup here. Uh, from the Newcastle side, Dwight Gale. Uh, he can score goals, and he's only 6.1 million pounds. Um, so definitely worth your consideration. From a Southampton standpoint, however, let's see who we have. Um... We've got some injured players uh, in midfield and defensively. Cedric on defense is not a bad choice. Um, Ward-Prowse is only 5.1 at midfield, so if you're looking to fill a spot, he's not a bad option either over there. West Brom and Leicester City. As much as our friend Newtster is going to hate to hear this, I suggest staying away from the West Brom players. Um, they are struggling down at the bottom of the table, <clears throat> and I don't see a whole lot of light at the end of the tunnel, unfortunately for them. I would like to see them stay up uh, because of our uh, budding friendship with, with Newtster on Instagram, <clears throat> but I just don't know that, uh, that West Brom are going to get it done. So that said, on the flip side of the field, uh, Leicester City, Vardy, Mahrez, Harry Maguire, Casper Schmeichel, I think all really solid bets as far as that goes. 
West Ham and Burnley. This one can go either way. Burnley certainly have um, the ability to keep the clean sheets with Pope and goal, although it'll be interesting to see um, how that's going to go now that Heaton has been uh, getting healthy. Uh, he's just He just doesn't have the match fitness yet. <clears throat> so when he does, that's going to be quite the dilemma. Um, but for game week 30, Pope and goal. He's our second goalkeeper, and he will most likely get the start for us. Gunmanson in midfield has been on fire, and he's only 5.1 million pounds. Ben Mee, I think, will redeem himself. I think that defense will redeem itself. Um, Tarkowski is only 4.5 million pounds. Um, I don't know much on the, the goal-scoring side of things for them. I wouldn't probably invest a whole lot of time or money in that. Sam Vokes, possibly, if you have 5.7 million pounds and uh, you just want him on your team, um, you can definitely <clears throat> do that. Uh, on the West Ham side, um, I would like to think that Arnautovic is going to get out there and get it done. He's on our team. I hope he does. Um, he was definitely a bit of a letdown FPL points-wise over this weekend. Uh, Chicharito is one of those hot and cold players. He's been more cold than hot lately, so I don't know about him, although Lanzini. Um, so there in the midfield alongside Arnautovic is another good bet. If you can't afford Arnautovic, who's $7 million even, Lanzini is a little cheaper at 66 Um and then, of course, Mikel Antonio, another midfielder. He's a little pricier than both Arnautovic and Lanzini, and he is at 7.4. But that, that West Ham midfield is no joke. Next up, then, we finish the Saturday matches with Chelsea and Crystal Palace. Uh, man, Chelsea have just been on a bit of a slide. It, it looks to me like the players don't want to play for Conte. Um, he has lost them, I think. And you have that much talent on a team, and they're not putting it together at all. And to me, that says there's something wrong in the dressing room. And it probably has something to do <clears throat> with the manager. Now, that said, Chelsea have to go. They're playing at home. They have to go out and redeem themselves after a, an embarrassing loss to uh, to Man City. It was like Chelsea decided not to show up for that match. Um, so, Hazard, that Chelsea defense, take your pick there as long as they're a consistent starter, and even Courtois. I think you'll be good with any of them. Willian, too, um, especially if you can't afford Hazard. Um, I would be careful with Marata and Giroud since they haven't, they didn't start um, don't know exactly what Conti has planned for them. Crystal Palace-wise, uh, I think Chelsea are going to be out for blood, and I would suggest staying away from Crystal Palace players uh, for game week 30. Arsenal and Watford. So for Arsenal, um, they also had a disappointing loss over the weekend, <clears throat> and I think they're going to have to redeem themselves too. They're also playing at home. So defensively, Bellerin, or Bayreen, I guess, Koscielny, Mustafi, um, all worth maybe getting or at least starting. 
Ozil, don't know if he's worth the $9.3 million, quite honestly. I would prefer to go with, um, with Mkhitaryan. And that would be my suggestion as far as midfielders go. In Aubameyang, he will redeem himself um, or re- help his team redeem itself over the weekend. So Aubameyang is definitely a good bet. From the Watford side of things, I think they're gonna they're gonna have a really difficult match here. <clears throat> Someone like a Richarlison, possibly. He's been kind of cold lately, but he can. He can score goals. We've seen it. Um, Ducori is uh, he's in better form, and actually has a few more points in total over the season than Richarlison, and he's cheaper. He's only five point five million compared to Richarlison six point one. So I say if you're gonna choose a Watford midfielder, you go with Ducori. Bournemouth and Spurs. I hate it for Asmir Begovic and team, but I would not put my money on any Bournemouth players. Spurs, on the other hand, Sun was white hot over the weekend. Kane will come in and he'll get his goals, and he tends to score in multiples as well. That defense, uh, led by Ben Davies, is going to be solid, and I think Erickson's going to have a really good game too. So those are are uh, my suggestions uh, from Spurs. And then lastly, Stoke City and Man City. Like I said, I think that there's there's the potential for Stoke City to uh, punch Man City in the mouth and come up with a result. Don't know if it will be a win, but it could be a draw. So, Shakiri, we have him on our team, debating whether or not to keep him for this game week, and we just might. He's only 6.3, and he's been playing quite well um, Sands this past um, weekend. But um, otherwise, he's been doing quite well recently. But that's about as far as I would go um, with Stoke. And then Manchester City, take your pick. Um, Anybody and everybody. Bernardo Silva has been impressive lately. So that might be an investment and a differential. I think I saw a stat the other day that he's only owned by, I think, 1.1% of the managers. So uh, Bernardo Silva might be a great choice, especially if you're looking to separate yourself from the pack. And that's going to do it uh, for player suggestions from each of the teams, captains-wise. Um, you've got a few options there with Manchester City. Not sure if Aguero's going to get the start or not. He just might not. Um, now that Jesus is back and he's played a little bit in a couple of games recently, just be careful with him. Uh, but De Bruyne, David Silva, Sané's been back in great form. So those are all captain candidates. Um, from Arsenal, I think Aubameyang is a great option, as is uh, Mkhitaryan. Spurs, of course, Kane. Um, you can't beat him. I think he'll be a lot of people's captains um, in this game. He'll definitely be, I think, the most captain player um, of the week. And then Chelsea, you can take a gamble on Hazard. I just don't know with him. He, he When he wants to play... He plays amazing, and he's one of the best players in the world, probably one of the best five players in the world when he's on. But otherwise, 
he can be very disappointing, and I don't know that I would take the risk on him. Again, unless you want that differential and you're willing to take the risk, then by all means, have at it and let us know um, how you guys do, how your scores are for Game Week 29, for Game Week 30, and through the rest of the season. So let's give a little shout-out to uh, the leaders in the Let's Talk Soccer um, FPL League. Just want to go through this since we haven't done it recently. In first place, we have Dark Horse with 1,772 points. Again, these are without the bonus points factored in um, from today's match, the Crystal Palace-Manchester United match. So these scores might change a little bit. Maryland United in second place. Du Ting in third Sonny's got Panache in fourth, Carabit, Karambit FC in fifth, Dream Team 11, sixth place, seventh place is Like a Boss. I love it. Um, this one's good too. In eighth place is For Fook's Sake. That's a great one. Um, in ninth place, Nasser's 11, and in tenth, Jurgen's Red. So congratulations, guys. We will post that once all the, the final. Uh, points have rolled in. We'll post that on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. If you haven't yet started following us there, please do. We love the comments. We try to get back to as many people as we can. Um, you're always free to message us. Uh, if you have questions about building your team or player selection or anything like that, rules, anything having to do with the Premier League or Fantasy Premier League, please hit us up there. As always, guys, we appreciate everything you do for us. We do it for you, um, and we do it for a love of the sport and the league. So until next time, we say peace.